Oh man, Fly Perspective Podcast, man. Um, too many times we gotta come on here and gotta, you know, say rest in peace to somebody or you know, some unfortunate situation. Um, and this week it hits to uh, my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, with a rapper by the name of Huey, he's known for the hit single "Pop Lock and Drop It." He was killed in uh, Kenlock, uh, which is is crazy because that's where he was from. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember him repping Kenlock, like. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just remember him repping Kenlock like before, before you know he got on. You know what I'm saying? Um, it hits especially personal to me because when the hit single "Pop Lock and Drop It" was created, uh, like I'm talking about right when it was created, his manager hit one of my homeboys and told my homeboy to tell me, "Yo, they wanted me to hype man for Huey." And for a few shows and do this and this. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I remember at that time I was DJing at the skating rink called The Palace and a bunch of other places, right? So I remember getting the single on a CD and listening to it. It was unmixed, everything. It wasn't no mix, no master. It was just raw. But I remember listening to that joint like, damn, this motherfucker cold, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And, um... We went and we did like two two shows, man. Like I performed with him with two shows. I was his hype man, and uh, that was cool, man. So uh, ah man, rest in peace, Huey. Uh, by let's go to, uh, in my opinion, one of the the hardest verses I ever seen Huey do um, with the group that I used to be with called the Bangers, and uh, this song is called Best in the Midwest. Damn, this joint was 12 years ago. featuring Huey Best of the Midwest. Look it up on YouTube. You can stream that. That's, that was way before, you know what I'm saying? And um, 
you know, that was that was dope, bro. Um it just it's just sad because it's like, man, for him to go and be at a at such a young age, man, like you know, uh, me and him are the same age. Uh, I want to say he's 32, you know what I'm saying? And it's like for to be the same age, to you know what I mean, to see somebody and to see where he went from, like, being in King Lock and, like, you know, succeeding and going all around the world and traveling to have a number one single, going here, doing this and doing that, da 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 and then to come back. And be like, you know, living in your city and, you know, being proud of your city. And then to get killed in your own spot, man. Your own your own hood, bro. Like, that's just... That's unfortunate, man. It really is. It really is, man. You know? Um, leaves behind a daughter, man. They, they said she was 13. You know, uh, it was just surreal to see that, man. It really was. I ain't going to lie. It was just crazy. Then I had, um, I saw it, and then uh, one of my homeboys, shout out to Jalen, he had produced uh, a few things on Huey's first album, and he messaged me at, uh, well, yeah, he texted me. It was like, I don't know, 2 in the morning or something like that. You know, he's like, yo, is it true? And I'm like, yeah, you know. And it was just, just wild, bro. Man, St. Louis, man, St. Louis. So, you know, rest up to Huey, bro. Rest up. Man, let's go to another track, man, by Huey, man. Tell me this, G5. Tell me this, who's flying in the G5 airplane? We got bad and we My bread's up, bread's up. Our clean, my bitch tough, tough. like you know throw a glitch in your matrix you know it's just um yeah man stuff like that you know just just crazy you know uh let me turn my phone on silent uh i was supposed to go to dallas texas um on the 10th man but i was gonna go to visit my boy chubbs uh, his birthday is gonna be around that time and uh it's gonna be a group of us who's gonna chill, hit the Airbnb, chill, da da you know, in spite of the corona, we were gonna chill, you know, at the crib. We're gonna make sure we get a fat ass crib that can accommodate eight of us. 
you know, with a pool and all that, and we can barbecue. But I look up, and uh, Texas is on lockdown uh, as of next week. So, hey, <laughs> canceled. The corona's still out there, man. So, um, I will say another thing is, like, people who have the mask on, I don't understand. Like, you got to know that the mask is supposed to go over your mouth and your nose. Not just your mouth and you walking around. Like, nah, your mouth and your nose. And when you have it on, of course, you can't breathe for real. But you got to know, that mask has to be on your mouth and your nose. All right, bro? True story. I had an old dude at work who up on me one day talking about, hey, young blood, why you ain't got your mask on? Don't play with this stuff right here. I said, well, I don't have a mask on right now because of the same reason that you don't have your mask on your nose and your mouth. And this whole mask thing is like, have you really thought about maybe like the new social norms is going to be with the mask? Like, it's to the point, too, like everybody just has masks on. You know, just like, is that the new norm? Like, even when the corona is, like, kind of, like, you know, subsided and it's kind of over with or it's, it's controlled, are people still going to be walking around with masks? And I'm seeing cats walking around with, uh, uh, like, just face coverings. Like, uh, you know, somebody have a whole, you know, like a, a T-shirt. Like, they have a T-shirt, you know, and their eyes will be through the, the neck of the T-shirt, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, that like, they'll just have that on and then their their eyes are just through the neck of a T-shirt, if you know what I'm talking about. So I've seen stuff like that. I've just seen cats look like, you know, uh, I seen this one guy. He had a mask on that looked like it was like a bra, like he cut a, a titty out of a, a, the, the, the cup out of a bra. You know what I'm saying? And put that on his nose and his mouth, and it has some strings, you know, attached to that. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff, man. Everybody's got custom masks now. You know, that's a part of your wardrobe. You gotta have a custom mask. Uh, but hey, that's the new norm, I guess. Uh, the social distancing. Um, yeah, that's another thing, you know, uh, people going to, and that's another thing, about, like, I, like, I've seen advertisements of, like, comedy shows and stuff that's going on here, and I was thinking, like, the other day I saw, I think it was, like, Earthquake or something was coming to the Helium, and I was like, oh, man, I want to go, and then I said, oh, I had to think about Corona, like, damn, I'm not trying to be sitting in a comedy club with a mask on, you know, how does that even work? And speaking of comedy, man, prayers up for D.L. Hughley, I don't know if you saw that video a couple of days ago where he, like, collapsed on stage, like, he passed out, luckily somebody was there to catch him. Uh, but, um, yeah, he passed out on stage and, um, he ended up, you know, coming on, making a video and said uh, he had extreme exhaustion. He also tested positive for Corona, for COVID. And, uh, that's another tricky thing too, is like people with, um, like the COVID and you're asymptomatic, meaning you have it, but you have no symptoms. You feel okay. Like he said, he never had a fever. He never had a cough, you know, none of that stuff. So that's another thing that's just tricky as hell, too, to just, I don't know, what to think, you know? Like, what do you think about that? You know what I'm saying? Um, I know there have been talks about a vaccine and all that, but would you even trust the vaccine? I seen the other day they were doing testing of the vaccine, the first test run over in Africa. Why are they over in Africa doing the first test run, you know? And I'm just real eerie about stuff like that in general. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a, cons- what is the word, conspiritualist? You know, when they think about conspiracies, conspiritualists, is that a word, conspiritualists? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, I'm not really a person that just believes in, like, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Um, some stuff be interesting, though. I do entertain a lot of stuff <laughs> just because it's interesting. Working from home, you know, a lot of people still working from home. Unfortunately, I don't. I have to go into my job. I don't have a job where I can work from home, but a lot of people work from home still, and I'm hearing a lot of people's Time has been extended, you know, hence if you were going to work um, until June, now it's been extended to August with some people, you know, even with schools and all that type of stuff, man, you know. 
Uh, what I did notice the other day when I was listening to The Breakfast Club, I listen to that pretty much every day from my podcast app. But I noticed that um, they're, um, what what is it, like, they're on Zoom recording the whole Breakfast Club show. And in low-key, it sounds as good as they're, you know, if they're in the studio. Only thing is, it's just, you know, they don't have the chemistry of being together, uh, goofing around. They still goof around, but not like, you know, the chemistry of you was in person with somebody. But, you know, how many jobs are going to be like, well, look. We saved this amount of money not having people come to work because we were paying a rent on a, a facility, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, it, it's more cost effective to just have everybody to continue work from home. I wonder how many companies are thinking like that. And shout out to the people that's slacking working from home. I know you got some people that's slacking. I mean, all you got to do is roll out of bed and log on. There's no reason to be late for work. There's no reason to not get your work done. But I bet it's pretty boring, bro. Like, motherfuckers been in the house since, <clears throat> what, like February? And if you work from home and you really don't go nowhere, it's like, man, I bet you like a prisoner in your own home. I got a few friends that work from home. They just be wanting to pop up in my house because they ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> nothing else to do. <laughs> but um, what else I got? In other news, have y'all ever got y'all packages stolen off your front porch? It's like irritating. I've been having some really irritating thing going on with my mail lately. Like I've been getting the wrong people's mail delivered to my house It'll be the same street, but a different house number, or one was a completely different number, and this was like, I mean, different street, and I mean, this is like, one was like somebody's medicine, so I had to like, I left out the crib, and I went to the post office to like, make sure that, you know, hey, somebody gotta get their medicine, you know what I'm saying, you can't be delivering stuff to the wrong house, man, also, um, I had bought some, um, something from Amazon, and uh, didn't get a door, door ring or nothing, door knock nothing, I just got a text that said, Hey, Darren, uh, packages on your front porch from Amazon. So I went down and Buddy left the package like, you know, in the middle of your uh, porch, like how you would just walk up the porch. He left the package in the middle of the porch, not like in the cut, like not like he came up the steps and like put the package to the left or like people just walking down the street couldn't see there as a package. Like visually, there could be somebody walking down the street to see an Amazon box on my porch and just be like, oh, let me go grab this and run off. You know, I end up getting that package. However, Ordered a nice uh, hat and a necklace uh, from 22. Shout out to 22. And um, I didn't get it because, yeah, it got stolen off the porch. I, I I thought it was just slow being delivered. And I checked my email, which I rarely do check emails. And I was like, oh, let me check the, you know, the, sh- the packaging or uh, shipping or whatever. And it said it got delivered like two weeks ago. And I was like, nah. So they end up giving me a refund. But, yeah, somebody was stealing it off my porch. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I get tired of that. So now, from now on, I get my stuff sent to uh, another residence because, um, you know, I get tired of getting my stuff left on the porch. And I haven't really been doing too much ordering, just a little bit here and there on some like, man, when outside open back up, I'm going to kill them with this, you know, type vibe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am kind of bummed out that I am not going to be able to go to Texas. I haven't been able to go to Texas in a while, visit my family. Uh, I was looking forward to that. I was just looking forward to get away. You know, like, you know how it is? It's just, you know how it is. You, you just want to get away. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what this whole COVID thing is looking like with traveling. I have seen a lot of people on my timeline, like, traveling to Miami. I thought Miami was a hot spot of COVID. I don't know. Um, a couple of days ago, I went by my buddy's hookah bar. Shout out to my guy, Tess. Um, and um, it was cool. Like, it was on some social distancing type stuff. Really wasn't too many people in there at first. And then, uh, you know, it was cool. So I went there, had a good time. That was, like, one of the first times I went somewhere. I went to uh, this spot, a uh, little bar, neighborhood bar not too long ago. And I was telling the, uh, the, the the waitress behind the counter, 
that it felt good to finally be able to come in somewhere and like sit down and eat. You know what I'm saying? And like sit down and have a beer and watch the game or well, that wasn't a game on, but they had like sports highlights on. You know, uh, it just felt good to do that because you've been deprived of that so long. Like even like I wanted to get sushi the other day, and I noticed like half the the uh, the thing with getting sushi or you going somewhere to get some food or you picking up food is not like, oh, I'm going to get it to go. Like half of it was like enjoying being able to sit down somewhere and eat. So I didn't even want to go get sushi because I, one, sushi is always nasty when I pick it up to go and I take it home. It's never good. I guess maybe because it sits around too long while you're trying to drive home. But yeah, I miss that environment. I think a couple spots are open now here in St. Louis where you can go in and eat, but yeah, that was like weird to not be able to go nowhere and eat and just do like normal stuff that you would just do in your in your pastime and not really think about it. You know, it's the, the the little things that we take for granted, you know. The other day here in St. Louis there was a KKK rally uh in Forest Park, which surprised me because I just wondered like how are groups like the KKK, which are hate groups you know, known to hate, you know, other races, allowed to assemble, you know what I'm saying? And hate crimes are illegal, you know what I'm saying? Because for damn sure, if there was, you know, a, a resurgence of a crazy Black Panthers uh, movement, man, them people ain't finna let no Black Panthers that's on some on that shit, you know what I mean? Come and uh, assemble nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Look at how they got wiped out before, look it up, just do your Googles. Man, them, them white folks killed them Black Panthers, man. Killed him, bro. But, uh, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I didn't understand that. But I did see it on live where, of course, you know, you got the the KKK rally or whatever. And, of course, they get the banging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Motherfuckers weren't letting that shit slide. You can't be out there, you know, saying racist stuff and think it's going to slide. Like, it's been countless videos online I encountered, too. Like, I just see, like, uh, or, um, or a trend of where you got... Honestly, like, white people just being bold. I've seen, like, a white, like, an older white lady spit on a protester uh, that was, you know, whatever. And, and you know, people holding him back because he wanted to go upside her head. Like, I don't know what I would do, man, if somebody spit on me, bro. Like, I think I might just lose it. You know what I'm saying? It might not even just be an instinct. Like, a, you spit on me, bro? Like, I've seen stuff like that online. I've seen other racial uh, things. I've seen... The people that kill me the most online are these people with this all lives matter stuff, bro. Like, it really does because in layman's terms, man, we never said that all lives don't matter, right? And we never said black lives are above anybody else's life, right? But when you say all lives matter, bro, that's like saying if I'm like, hey, I got shot in my leg, call the police. And you like, what about my leg? Well, you ain't got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, get cut it out. But shout out to the um, other races, especially white people who have been really standing up for uh, the cause, man. I've seen a lot of white people like really supporting Black Lives Matter, really supporting, um, you know, uh, this the, the whole the whole uh, reform of everything as far as how, you know, police brutality and everything goes, man. Uh, funny, I was at um, on, at the at the light at uh, it was in Brentwood by the Galleria Mall. And there was a um, a young brother. He had a sign that said "Black Lives Matter uh, wristbands one dollar." So I rolled my window down, got one, and long and behold, I was I was the first in line. But long and behold, we had the light man. You better believe all them white people rolled down their window and bought a Black Lives Matter wristband. And this is in like a a, a predominantly like white area. Oh man, I dropped this. Uh, it's a predominantly white area. 
Juneteenth was a big hit the other day, and a lot of people, uh, I wouldn't say a big hit, it's known, but it's been known for years, but I say a lot of people within my generation or maybe a little younger, they never even heard of it, knew what it was, and that's the last day of slavery that's, you know, been celebrated, and uh, it was good to see people being educated on that and stuff like that. I got a really cool Juneteenth shirt from a young lady on Facebook. I met up with her, and um, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, that was dope to see, uh, the parades and all that, man. It's just, um, just going to be really interesting to see what happens in the climate of all this stuff, man, where, where racially motivated things are really being put on the forefront and really being displayed for what they are and really being displayed for, um, just the uh, horrificness of it. Um, different cases are being opened back up, man, as far as uh, w- w- brutality and things of that nature. Like the, one of the most bizarre cases that i've ever heard of in life and of course there are plenty of them out but there was this guy kendrick johnson and uh let me get the story correct but kendrick johnson i want to say he was on his school's property i forgot where but long story short he uh was on school property they found his body rolled up in a gym mat and i want to say he had no organs bro like no organs or something like that bro and they they tried to say that somehow he fell into the the mat and got stuck you won't fall into a mat and die furthermore the autopsy it was like he had like blunt force trauma you know what i'm saying he was rolled up in a gym mat bro in a high school and like he had no organs in his body his like most of his body cavity was filled with newspaper you know like what the entire fuck bro like can you imagine that type of stuff there's some crazy stuff that happens out here man i mean just in general you think of like what type of person does stuff like that? Like, what type of mind frame do you have to have to do stuff like that? Even with, like, killing someone. It's like, of course, I'm a gun owner and all that, but it's like, I hope I never have to kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or just have to think about that. Like, I never understood how people kill somebody and they can, like, walk around with that on their conscience. You know, people that don't get convicted and disappear. And um, it was a bizarre case once here uh, in St. Louis I don't know the young man. I know a lot of people that knew him, and um, he was missing for a long time. Then, like, I want to say, like, years later, a utility worker discovered his skull in, a, like, a vacant house. And it's like, what type of person do you have to be to do stuff like that? You know, even with racial stuff, it's like, why, how does your mind work to, like, fix it in your mind that, hey, I'm not going to like this person because of the color of their skin? Like, I never understood that shit. You know, or I'm going to keep these group of people behind uh, in life because of the color of their skin. I never understood that shit. I was having a, a conversation with my grandma. Uh, she's 86. And she was saying, yeah, uh, you know, it's never been this bad with the racial stuff. And I said, well, yeah, actually it was like way worse back in your day. And she wanted to argue with me. And I had to explain to her. I said, it's not the fact that it's worse now. It's the fact that it's being captured on camera nowadays. Y'all didn't have no camera phones. Now people getting pulled over. You seeing like oh boy they got shot uh, in the drive through. He was in a drive through and he fell asleep in his car and ended up getting killed. You know what I'm saying by the police. And to each his own on your opinion of that. You know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it it wasn't like that. But back in the day, in my grandmother's day, you had where people were uh, peacefully protesting and they were sicking dogs on them. They were sicking the fire holes on them. They were just beating their asses in the middle of the streets. I remember watching those videos you know what i'm saying like i remember seeing that stuff when i was young bro and i'm thinking like what the hell but like i was telling my grandmother it's a very um 
uh, a very new time, man, where, honestly, people not going for the same okey-doke type shit no more, bro. Like, black people not going for that no more. We This police brutality thing has to fucking stop. Like, there has to be something done, you know? And I've, I said that on the last episode. I've said that on plenty of episodes. Ha- something has to happen before things get worse, you know? things Before things really get worse. Now, back to my man that was killed in a drive-thru. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can Google his name really fast. Uh, and this is the second uh, drive-through like murder I've seen from police killing a, a black man in a in a drive-through that was sleeping in a car. Like uh, the first guy, I forget his name, but he was sleeping. And, and hey, forgive me guys if I talked about this before. I told you I don't remember what I talk about for on the last podcast, but I've definitely had this conversation before, and it's like deja vu. But maybe I was talking to somebody, whatever. But the first guy. His gun was visible in his car. It's like a up, like a rapper from somewhere, a local rapper from somewhere. He's in a Benz. He fell asleep in like a Taco Bell a lot, I want to say. Uh, the police, on the body cam, the police, you know, tap, whatever, whatever. And as soon as he wakes up, they light him up. Like, it's like as soon as they see him turn to the side and look at them, they light him up. And it was like, oh, well, he had his gun visible. And it's like, well, he didn't draw the gun. You know, that's, man, crazy. So this guy... Uh, he gets into it with the police, the police, blah, blah, blah. They asked me if he'd been drinking. He said, yeah. You know, he even was like, man, I live up the road. Can you, um, you know, can I just go up the road? Can you just drop me off or get a ride? You know, he was basically trying to reason with them. And they were basically trying to get him on whatever, man. You know, like a lot of cops do. I've had cops do that to me, man, and try to pin me into some shit because they just want to find something on me, you know. Um, but, yeah, he uh, tries to reason, whatever, whatever. Some From somewhere... Between him trying to reason and uh, him trying to get away, <laughs> he runs off and he gets a hold of a taser because they were trying to tase him. And he tries to shoot the taser at one of the cops and he's running away. And when he turns his back to run, the cop lights him up. Now, a little backstory the cop already knew that the taser wasn't going to work because it had already been deployed. You know, and I think you can only shoot it twice and you, then you can't use it again or something like that. But the taser had already been shot. So the cop already knew, you know, that the, the taser wasn't going to shoot again. And furthermore, he didn't shoot him when he was pointing the taser at him. He, he shot and killed the guy as he turned away to run. When you're turning away and you're running, you're no longer a threat. And that's to each his own how you feel about this. Oh, well, he tried to shoot a taser. He tried to this and this, whatever, you know, and he got killed. But you also have videos where you have white people wielding an axe at a, a cop or uh, pointing a gun at police, and they don't get shot down. But we can go on for days about that type of stuff, man. You know, it's very, uh, it's a very stressed out situation. Um, back to the Black Lives Matter. Uh, I think on the last episode, I said something about how I was having a discussion with someone and they were saying that uh, Black Lives Matter was owned by a known racist who funds Black Lives Matter. And I did a little research and they're kind of trying to tie that person into Black Lives Matter. But at the same time, I'm trying to figure out, well, what is their angle? If I'm a known racist and I don't like black people, then why am I funding them, you know, or, or, or giving donations to them to help better their cause? You get what I'm saying? I don't understand what the angle is. How How is this going to unfold to hurt black people? That's why I don't understand, like, people saying, oh, this person is known racist, this person is with Black Lives Matter, and it's kind of like, well, it doesn't make sense. It, you know, it really doesn't make sense. Like, you do know that there's a Black Lives Matter plaza now, like, where the White House is, like, yeah, yeah. okay, I don't know. <laughs> but um, in other news, uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. 
Uh, he closed a deal with Spotify, Spotify, Spotify exclusively uh, for his podcast. So right now, I know you can check it out on the uh, other platforms and stuff. But I think come August, I believe, um, you can only get it on Spotify. And I think also he's not going to have his YouTube videos either. So in layman's terms, he got that bag from him because I know just last year alone, he got like $30 million, you know, or some, he grossed like $30 million from his podcast. He's definitely one of the highest paid podcasters. And he deserves it too, man. His content is dope. He He drops like... Man, I kid you not, he probably drops a podcast like every day that's a new podcast. And I wonder how does he, how does his recording process go? Because I've heard him in mid-podcast say stuff like, well, yeah, you know, blah, blah, this is my third podcast for the day or my second podcast for the day. And he's on there talking for like two hours, two, three hours. So it's like, man, it's a lot of talking, a lot of material to cover. And basically just dope, man. You just sitting there getting paid to, to uh, you know, have theater of the mind. But like I said, he's, he's definitely... Um, Definitely dope. His 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 views are dope. His guests are dope. Uh, and he doesn't lean just one way either with like racial stuff. He he he's straight and narrow in my opinion. You know, um, but shout out to him, man. He's been doing podcasting for like ten years. He's definitely one of the guys that I look up to, uh, as well as uh, Combat Jack. Rest in peace to Combat Jack. He's one of the reasons I got into podcasting myself, as well as my brother. But uh, yeah, man, it just it's really dope to see. You know, when people stick with something and they get, you know, rewarded in such a way. Like Joe Budden, the same way. I don't really like Joe Budden. I don't listen to Joe Budden because Joe Budden pisses me off. He thinks he's know everything. He has these corny jokes. <laughs> I don't mess with Joe Budden. I don't listen to him. But to each his own. Um, but, uh, yeah. Also, uh, a lot of content creators in the quarantine, which is dope, man. Like, a lot of people are starting their own platforms. I see a lot of people doing their YouTube or starting podcasts or just working on their talent, man, and just getting it out, which is dope, man. So, shout out to all of y'all. And, um... Just know that, man, you know, just work at it, man. You know, whatever you want to do, just work at it and make it your own. Uh, it can evolve into different things. Don't give up. You know, like I, I, I tell people before, um, one of the hardest things for me to do was keep doing the podcast when the views weren't there. Like I would do a podcast and then I would have like five people look at it in like two days. And I had to figure out, OK, well, let me figure out, you know, other strategies of how to get these listens up, you know, and um What's they getting up there, man? I ain't at Joe Rogan where I'm got like thousands of views and nothing like that, but I'm up there, man. I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm getting my shine on a little bit, man. And I'm logging on, seeing people actually uh, listening to it. Some people actually binge listening to it, you know, because I got multiple views, you know, in a day. And also, uh, hold on, let me get to it. I don't think I uh, put this on the last episode, but I hit the 10,000 uh, plays mark. I think I'm at 10.3 uh, thousand. Yeah, so like, what's that? 10,300. Uh, plays total uh, with my podcast and that's dope man so shout out to y'all for definitely continuing to uh, support the fly respect the podcast and like i tell y'all man i'm one day i'm gonna get off my ass and get this youtube together it's just kind of hard trying to figure it out like how to edit a video and an audio and all that at the same time man shout out to those that are able to do that because that's a very hard thing and it's just me i mean i'm lazy sometimes so Oh, yeah, a little update on the, uh, remember I was talking about the pyramid scheme with the cash app thing? So I had a, a co-worker, she had put me in a group, right? It was a $100 group to get 800 and I was like, all right, whatever. So long story short, three days go by, and I get kicked off, and then uh, my money's refunded. So basically she was saying because I didn't have anybody to bring into the circle, uh, I had to get kicked off, even though I was, like, close to getting paid. <laughs> so I don't know how that stuff is running, man. But 
to each his own. I did find out that people that are the admin of the group, so the people that are admins, they don't pay anything to get into the circle. So the people that start off in the middle of the circle to get paid first, that's the admin, they didn't pay anything to get into it, and they're getting paid first. Like, well, I don't know. All these different boards, I still don't know how to read these boards. Still people have been hitting me up talking about come get with their team or a way to get this money, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Y'all just be careful. And, uh, man, I'm just end it out like this, man. Another joint. Rest in peace to my brother Huey. And it's funny how the universe works because I was going to end it out with this song that Huey has called Turn Up. Uh, that came out a few years ago that I liked. But when I logged into my email, I actually seen my boy uh, Solo, man. He had just emailed me a record. Him and Huey did uh, some new joint. So it's called Take Me Away. Fly Perspective Podcast. 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 Fuck, I end up back here. Can't be all life got the you know? Every day I see the same shit, same pistol, the same clip, just a different day, another hour, the same script, another homicide happening on the same strip, same broke ass, joke ass niggas on the same shit, and I'm sick of Remember when I had my shit buzzing, and I ain't have to be around these niggas and they bitch up, plus I don't even be around you niggas and my name buzzing, B-I-T-C-H-E's don't even do it how your click does it, when I was on TV though you was going a lot. Dicks up, yeah, yeah. excuse my profanity, but these niggas is some dick yeah, suckers. Yeah. It's hard to keep pushing when niggas keep pulling. Uh. Shit sucks and I don't wanna give up. No. But it's a thought when shit gets tough, Control. make me wanna switch up. Woo. Then Roman hit my line like, bruh, bruh, you should never give up. Kool-Aid keep calling me with show money and make me get up. My child support payment is due early 15th of the month. Walking this earth alone With no place to go Thinking about my past and wishing it was all gone So Thinking about my past and wishing it was all gone. So Take me away. 